chaos is everywhere. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Nice uh, Veterans Day for us to record on. So. Yep. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to a special Chaos is Everywhere. I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. That guy over there who's about to learn some stuff about Mr. Jim Cornette is Mr. Artie Vice. Yeah, yeah. Get it, get it. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I just read something and I have to bring it up before we get into our predictions. Apparently, you is now uh, Cornette's favorite AEW wrestler. Say that again? He cut out. Miro is now uh, Cornette's favorite AEW wrestler. Oh, you mean the guy who's ruined because of his initial time there? Yeah. No, he still shits all over that. He doesn't go as far as we go where we say that the fact that he destroyed Kip Sabian makes this a better character. He still thinks that's all shit. But he does love what Miro's doing now. So, I just... Huh. I just yeah, I just read that. I was like, oh, well, that's a nice little change. At least he's willing to admit when he likes something, apparently. so Interesting, considering he thought he could be saved. Yeah, fair point. Okay, that's not what we're here for. I just wanted to throw it out there because I just happened to read that. Uh, we're here for some full gear predictions. Woo! Woo. I will, I'm going to caveat this because obviously we're recording this on a Thursday. We're not oh, going to yeah see rampage and they do have a tendency of like changing shit and maybe adding another match that we're not going to be aware of so we're just going by based on thursday the 11th what does full gear look like what do we think is going to happen so that's a fair point yeah i i I doubt they'll change anything but it's always possible yeah stuff like sometimes it's just somebody who can't be in the match so they put somebody else in yeah Um, well that's I don't think it'll amount to anything, but there was news that Nick Jackson had, had injured himself. Oh, okay. It, I think it ended up so it ended up being like a a, a bone bruise. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he's I, as of right now. I I think everything is pointing to him being there. Right. But don't be yeah. don't be surprised if he's got a limp. Yeah, in a in a uh, three on three match, which I think that's what that is. It's pretty easy to like let somebody have the night yeah. off for this. Yeah, but it's also Nick Jackson, so you know he's going to do something crazy, despite the fact that he's hurting. Yeah, that's true. Good point. All right, do you have the list of matches in front of you? Because I don't have it pulled up. Yeah, I do. All right, so probably not in the right order. But what's the first match yeah. on the list? I was going to say, these are in no particular order except for the buy-in, which is obviously the buy-in match, so it's first. But aside from that, everything else, we don't know what the order is going to be. Um, no. But the first match is the buy-in match, which is Nyla Rose and Jamie Hayter taking on Thunder Rosa and Hakaru Shida. Uh, the interesting thing with this buy-in match is that it's basically um, a, it's basically like a preview of two of the uh, upcoming uh Quarterfinals, semifinals. Yeah, it's the quarterfinals because there's also um, red velvet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Quarterfinals of the uh, of the new TBS championship tournament. Right. Um. Yeah. This is. It's also because it is just setting up that it's a hard match to call. I would guess the faces are going to win. I'm going to guess the Thunder Rosa and uh, 
I forgot even who said uh, Sheeta is going to win the match. Yeah, just because. So yeah, I, w- I would assume Thunder Rosa and Sheeta would win. Mostly since it is the buy-in match, uh, since it's like the match before like the the main show kind of kicks off, mm-hmm. you would think they'd, they'd want to get the crowd like going with mm-hmm. a with a nice like face win yeah. to start the show off. You would think that doesn't obviously that's not guaranteed or anything, but that's what I would assume. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I would I would agree. I th- I think though I think we'll see a nice uh, a nice little uh, face win. Maybe uh, I would assume. I don't know. I would assume Hater would probably take the pin. I doubt Rose. I, I doubt Nyla Rose would have would take the pin. Yeah, that's um, So probably Jamie Hater takes the pin. Maybe the Thunder Rosa. I mean, they, she's Thunder Rosa's been doing stuff with them, so I, I can yeah. see it Thunder Rosa. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Because uh, she has been more doing stuff with Serena Deep, so I don't think there's a storyline reason for her yeah. or the other two. So. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, so I'm I'm seeing a face win there. Woo, face win. Woo. All right, so what's the first match on the regular show you have there? All right, so the first match is might be the hardest to call, honestly. Mm-hmm. But um, the first match that I have here is the tag match between Pac and Cody taking on. Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo. Yeah, like they just put this up on Dynamite. This does seem like a very hard match to call because there's not really there's a reason for everybody to win. By the way, and how cool was it when FTR were attacking Pac? The lights go out, and then both Malachi Black and Andrade are in the ring. Mm-hmm. I, it was really cool. I'm very curious because there's been a lot of talk of Malachi Black creating a stable called the House of Black. If right. FTR are going to be like permanent members of that stable and leave the pinnacle, I doubt. I I doubt that. Like they're probably still. I think. I think. I think the main thing with that is MJF's basically just whoring them out. Yeah, which is perfectly cool for his character. Yeah, exactly. Like he's all about making money and shit. So and being the best. So yeah, he he I, he would sell out. Not sell out, but he would like sell the uses of his fellow faction mates yeah for that kind of stuff so that that, that's fine um but yeah no i I, yeah i know there's been talks which i'm I'm glad like i i would hate not to get too off the track of actually predictions but Mm -hmm. i I would hate to see them do like a a finn balor balor club thing where Mm -hmm. it's like malachi black and the house of black but there's no actual like faction or anything right like there is no house of black it's just something they keep saying. Yeah. I'm like 90% sure that that's what they're building. Uh, Cause like I've seen stuff about it where he's talked about building a faction. So Good. yeah, I think that's where we're heading. Um, as far as the match itself goes, just because it's such a, it's a big, one of the big events of the year and Cody's on the other side. I'm going to say if there's no trickery because of the house of black stuff, Cody and Pac win. If there is trickery, it's going to be the heels to win. So mm-hmm. I think that's how it's going to break down, basically. Yeah. So which one are you choosing? Um, my, I'm not going to get away with that. My gut says <laughs> that they, because I think they are building a faction, we're going to see something weird happen where we get oh. some, somebody else gets involved. Oh, I see. So, so you're saying you think you think 
So you think Black and Alidolo are going to win and mm-hmm. possibly like a member of the House of Black shows up? Yeah, that's what my thought is only because if you, the, the only reason to continue the story is if something like that were to happen. If the faces just yeah. beat them, the story's kind of over. So. Yeah, no, that's true. That's a good point. Um, hmm. Oh, that is a really good point. But again, like I said, it is Cody, and like as much as I don't hate him, like as the fanboys do sometimes, I do <laughs> realize he wins a lot of the big, you know, nights. Yeah, so. no, he definitely does. So, I won't be shocked either way. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to take Pac and Cody for the win, mostly because it's, it's you know, it's big time Cody Rhodes. And he doesn't That's, tend he doesn't tend to lose on the biggest of the big pay per views. Right. Also, <laughs> gives us an opposite pick, which is always nice for us. So we have bragging rights. Yeah, because I don't know how many of those we'll have in this. Yeah. All right. So what okay. was the next one after the tag match? There. Uh, next one is going to be the Super Click taking mm-hmm. on Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage. Uh, this one's hard, not hard because again, it's just AEW's done a very good job in where I can see the reason to do either win. Mm-hmm. But I think the super click has been so running rampant that it's time for them to like get a loss. Really? So gonna, okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Jungle Boy and uh, Luchasaurus just because it's been so much of them running rampant that every once in a while they have to hit a roadblock or it just gets boring. So I can I can see that. So I'm actually going to take the super click here, and mm-hmm. it's actually going to go into one of my other picks, one of my future picks. But I'm going to okay. take the super click here, and I'll explain at I'll explain at the at the few at the other pick why for both gotcha. basically. Okay. All right. So what was the next one after that? So actually, we've got two opposite opinions. That's pretty interesting yeah. for us. <laughs> next one. And all the actually half of these are actually really hard to pick. You know, yeah. before we move on, I just wanted to point something out. We watch way more AEW than we do WWE. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the AEW pay per views are still way harder to pick. Yeah, even than the WWE ones, even though we have way more knowledge. Yeah, no, and I I think I think about that a lot. It's because WWE is formulaic, like they just have been my whole life. So I'm they they almost never swerve. Yeah, and AEW. Not only do they not are not afraid to swerve occasionally, they also write their stuff so multiple things can make sense going forward. So I can just you know, I ha- it's hard to pick which way they're going. So. Yeah, man. So the next match is going to be Darby Allen MJF. Oh, this one's hard too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this one was the one that like before the tag match is like the hardest one for me because like it makes sense for both of them to win. Yeah. Um there's really there's nothing on the line except for pride. Oh, I don't know. She's um, I'm just because I, I think I picked face a couple times now. I'm gonna pick the heel MJF, and I'm gonna say it's gonna be like a cheap win of some kind. Um, oh. he's gonna get. I don't know what is Pinnacle involved, Wardlow, um, Sean Spears, somebody. Uh, yeah. Something like that. So I think Darby Allen's going to win. Mm. Uh, um, reasoning. 
So first, he lost to CM Punk. Right, that's true. Yeah. At the last like pay per view. Mm-hmm. Second, they I know AEW likes to build things slowly, but MJF has been physical with Wardlow a lot lately. That's true. Yep. Yeah. And I could see this continuing to break to fracture by Wardlow accidentally causing MJF to lose. Okay, that would be a good story, yeah. And continuing that fracture to the point where eventually to the point where eventually like, (laughs) this would be so fucking hilarious if this happened. They'll never be this direct, but I would, uh, I'd I'd splooge instantly if it happened. Like, instant wrestle splooge. Um, Is if like, it gets to the point where like they like the pinnacle is like in the ring celebrating a big win for like mm-hmm. MJF in the future, and Warlow just gives him like a thumbs up and then a thumbs down and just like starts wrecking face. Yeah, and I would say his match on Dynamite kind of supports the idea that they're heading that way because he I don't know if they did this on purpose, but he did powerbomb Muda five times, which yeah. is the same number of powerbombs that Shawn Michaels got from Sid, um, Psycho Sid when they broke up, so I don't know if that's them calling it. Uh, it'd be a fun, it'd be a type of thing I would expect Tony Khan to remember and to just sort of foreshadow. Yeah. But, oh, um, man. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, ins- I'm not trying to ins- insinuate that Wardlow is like Batista, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's, oh, it's right there. Like, it writes itself. Yeah. Yeah, no, and JR, well, JR's always been high on him, but he was building him up. Like, yeah. It makes, it makes a lot of sense, and it makes a lot of really good story sense coming yeah. out of the um, out of this match that doesn't really have, it, they've done a great build, but it doesn't have like a reason to continue mm-hmm. one way or the other. So, yeah. Yeah, I, that's very true. I'm going to stick with MJF just because, like, like I said, I'll just stick with my original gut, but I, my feeling now might be that you might be right, but I'll stick with MJF and we'll see if he cheats his way through. And if we do, I'll never stop talking about how he's better than you. And he knows. It. <laughs> so. well, I mean, the one thing I love about AEW is like they do, they do, they do a very good job of making sense. Right. Like very, 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 very rarely have I watched AEW been like, why the fuck would you choose to have that decision? You right. know what I mean? So. And yeah. this, at least in my head, this makes the most sense. Yeah. If they're ready to start that program or start that, you know, going down the road, which you're right, they have been hinting at it more. They've been hinting and, at it. But also, like I said, AEW does like to play things extremely slowly. So, yeah. Who knows? They, I, I might be, I might be, I might be pulling the trigger on this faster than AEW is planning on. That's possible, but. All right, well, let's see what happens. I'm, I'm looking forward to that match one way or the other. But yeah, that oh, absolutely. Oh, that's going to be a killer match. Do people, I feel like, I mean, I have no idea, but, but in general, I feel like MJF does not get enough credit for mm-hmm. being the in ring talent that he is because he's so good on the mic. But like, he's like five times a year, like, he, which is fine. It works for his character, but he doesn't wrestle enough. I think people really get how good he is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's so good. And I mean, we see all the time how good Darby is. So like this match, this match just has all the makings of just, just 
oh, just in-ring beauty. Right. In-ring beauty. Oh, I'm so excited. So pumped for it. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to it. I really am looking forward to the whole pay-per-view. It's, uh... Absolutely. Also, I know that there. I know that we have the four pillars, like the mm-hmm. four pillar young guys of AEW. But mm-hmm. holy crap! Just watching like Dynamite, they have so much good young talent just ready to go, mm-hmm. and like are on the verge of being ready to go. Like, dude, Dante Martin is yeah. so incredible. And that was my first time really getting a good look at Lee Moriarty too, and he was freaking off the chain too, man. Yeah, no, they're like they're right there, right below uh, Jungle Boy and the other those four. And like, yeah. holy crap! It makes me laugh when people complain about them taking too many WWE guys, and I'm like, they're doing it, but do you see the thirty like awesome new talents that are being featured yeah. all the time? And like I don't, and even like guys like I don't know how old Max Caster and uh, Anthony Bowens are, but like that's two more guys that are insane. Yeah. Like I'm both on the mic, and they're both very good in ring. Yeah. Like they just have so much talent; it's insane. Yeah. And then they get to use guys like Rocky Romero, so yeah, that, that's also awesome. Oh God, I the idea of Okada showing up. In AEW, yeah. which they seem to be real, like I don't know if they're teasing it, but they well, now seem they have to be. A, they have an AEW branch of chaos, so there's a reason for them to be there. Yeah, I'm like so. Before we get on to the next match, just really quick, my hope is that this Orange Cassidy Matt Hardy feud is going to lead to Okada coming in to help out the AEW branch of chaos against mm-hmm. the Matt Hardy. That would be Brand. cool. Yeah. That, that it's would be sort really of like cool. an eight-man tag match type thing where it's like Wheeler Yuta, uh, or like five-man actually, where it's like Wheeler Yuta, Chucky T, Orange Cassidy, and then like Rocky Romero and, and Okada show up. Right. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that. We'll, we'll definitely keep our eyes on that one because I, I was really surprised when they came out and they said that. Like, really, you just... Just gonna throw in that fat, okay? I mean, that works because, as far as I can tell, that faction lives up to the name and the fact that it's very random who's in it. But, it is. It, it's very. They're they're very fluid. They're yeah. they're 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 very fluid. They're very like in and out. You know, like yeah, they're they're not. They're I don't know how else to put it. They're just very like right. where. Where a faction like I don't know, like Los Ingrenables is is like a solid foundation. Mm-hmm. Like they're like they're very solid. Aside from like aside from evil leaving, like they've just been the same solid group for a while. Chaos right. has members coming in and leaving almost all the time. Right. Which, if they're going to steal my name, that sounds about right. So yeah. <laughs> all right. So um, what was the next match after that? All right. Next one. CM Punk Eddie Kingston. By the way, I want to point out that I was completely right that they I did, I don't know if we did this on the podcast, but I said after their promo, I thought it didn't work out as well as I was hoping for, but I thought they could repackage it in a video. And I saw the video package of the game dynamite, and it was fucking perfect. But, <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. Um yeah, I just 
I mean, I feel like it's not Punk's not ready to lose. Not like it's going to be a really good match. I just don't think Punk's in the place where he's ready to lose that first match. I don't think Kingston's the guy that's going to be Punk's first loss since coming back. Yeah, neither do I. I. I think it's going to be an awesome match. I'm looking forward to it a lot. I just, yeah, I don't think it's that's not the story they're telling. Can't like. AEW is not stupid enough not to let one of the younger guys be the first one to be punk. It's just, that's what has to happen. That's what you want to see happen. Uh, Kingston's, you know, 20 something year veteran. He doesn't need to be punk for, you know, his career. So I don't think it's going to happen. So, yeah. So I agree 100%. I think CM Punk's going to win. I saw one, I saw a really, really interesting thing though. Mm-hmm. On uh, what on what culture or not? No, I'm sorry, not what culture. Jesus Christ! On Cultaholic, when they were doing like they were doing like nine things that they want to see from AEW's full gear, not yeah. like what they expect to happen, but they what they want to happen. And one of the guys had this awesome idea that uh, I would I would love to see it, but they had this awesome idea of basically like Eddie Kingston not only beating CM Punk. But basically, mm-hmm. like, knocking him out in, like, five seconds. Like, just squashing him. And this, like, basically infuriating CM Punk. And, like, the next next time on Di- – that next week on Dynamite, he mm-hmm. basically, like, comes out and is just, like, basically, like, you – like, the fans have made me soft. Like, I'm going back to, like, how I used to be, that kind of thing. Yeah. And he I- becomes the old CM Punk and just starts – Right. Wrecking faces. I think we are going to get a heel CM Punk sooner than later. I don't think that's the way AEW is going to do it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. But when he's the way he explained it, I was yeah. like, oh, that sounds so cool. It's an interesting idea. I just, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like AEW style to me. But, um, but yeah, I do. I do think that, uh, it, yeah, we're definitely getting a heel Punk. I'm not sure exactly when. Or how, but I don't think it's going to be that abrupt, I guess, is the best way I can Yeah, no, I don't either. But, man, you know, I will say, though, like, just from a from a, from a a mic standpoint, from, like, a promo standpoint, mm-hmm. I can – I mean, Eddie Kingston is a great guy to pull out heel CM Punk. Yeah. Yeah, no, just I Just mean, to make I, him so mad that he, he, he cracks. Yeah, and, like, like I said – on dynamite the like the the talk down didn't go the way i wanted it to like something just fell off but when i rewatched the video package like the way they built it up to the headbutt and that's what you saw was punk you know snapping yeah and yeah and i can believe that and then even on on dynamite this week you know like when they were in the back trying to kill each other like punk was just as rabid as kingston like yeah. Punk was losing his shit too, you know. Yeah. So it was it was great. No, they're they're both very committed to making this work, and I think the match itself is going to be good. I actually for our, um, I did a Throwback Thursday tweet today for last year's Full Gear prediction episode, or it was either prediction or when we just talked about the pay per view, and uh-huh. we named that. And then he pulled out the rubbing alcohol because of that Eddie Kingston match last year. So when I tweeted out, I tweeted, I put both their names. Out. I was like, if Eddie Kingston grabs running, rubbing alcohol, run CM Punk. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, run away. But yeah, so no, I, I'm looking forward to the match. I don't, 
think the rules are hardcore, so that's another yeah. reason why I think it's definitely going to be punk. But I think the match itself is going to be really good. Do you think, before we move on to the next match, do you think this rivalry sticks? Like, do you think they end it here at full gear? Or do you think this keeps going for, um, like, another few months? I don't know. Because the one thing that AEW hasn't done a lot of that I'd like to see more of is more longer-term feuds. Yeah. Usually when you get to the big events, that's the end of the feud, no matter how long it's been going. Um mm-hmm. And the guys will, what they'll do is they'll move on to other stuff and they'll occasionally, you know, talk shit about each other, but they're not directly coming at each other anymore. Um, so I don't know. I would like to see it maybe move on just because I also think I, I think it would help Punk to have a longer term feud. I think that's one of the things people are missing out on. Um, yep. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm going to guess probably this will be the end of it, but, you know, maybe not. There's there's always room we can keep telling the story. So. Yeah, God, I, I hope this continues. One because, like you, like you said, you know, I don't like we're. That is definitely one thing I think that we're all missing from Punk is like him getting like a, a good like a good feud going on with someone. Mm-hmm. And also on the same on the other hand with Kingston, I don't know what he does after this. Right. Especially since Mox is out and everything, like I don't know where Kingston goes from here. Yeah, you're right. I don't. It, I don't know. I don't know. I also don't know who coming out of this match if Kingston is still a face or a heel. Um, the crowd when they did the promos went for Kingston being the face. So that, that was it, interesting. I find it hard to believe Kingston would be anything other than a face after this, mm-hmm. especially after the like the thing that he like put out. Yeah, the, uh, like, the stuff find, about the, yeah, their past. Yeah, yeah, I would find it very hard to see King, like Kingston would have to do some pretty heel shit during the match to to become a heel at the end of this. I could well, I could see how you do it. Basically, the ref gets knocked down or whatever, and Kingston just goes too far to the point where the crowd just is like you know gets on Punk's side because he's getting the crap kicked out of him. So you yeah. could do it, but. I don't know if that's what they want to do or not. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think I think they both leave faces at the end of this, which is mind blowing considering how intense this feud has been for the short yeah. little time we've had it. Yeah, no, it's a, it's especially amazing how well they've done it, making it this intense that quickly when it started so. Um, what's what I'm looking for? Just so nonchalantly, almost just yeah, like, just walking into an interview. But, um, yeah. Um, so what was the next match after that one? All right. Next match is the World Title Eliminator Tournament Final. Mm-hmm. Brian Danielson and Miro. So this one for me makes – what makes more sense is who wins the world title, which is the, which makes it hard to pick. Cause yeah. Kenny keeping the title, which I don't think – that's not necessarily my pick. But if he does, it makes a lot more sense for uh, Danielson to win. And if Heyman wins the title, it actually makes more sense for Miro to win because then you've got right. this giant heel coming right after the new babyface champ. So my so this is my thought. I think Danielson's going to win, and I think the reason he's going to win is because, one, it was always going to be him that wins anyway, but also yeah. 
the Miro storyline that they're telling was not designed for him to start winning again yet. The whole thing, every one of his interviews has been about like getting back to winning and only because Moxley dropped out and they replaced him. Did he like start talking about, Oh, did I make you scared God, which is awesome by the way. But I think the point is when he loses again, he gets back to what he was originally doing, which was, you know, trying to find his win by going through people. Um, I just just had a thing pop into my head. Then he like loses. And the next week on dynamite, he cuts a promo. He's Mm -hmm. like, I see. I see. My God teases me. Teases me like my wife teases me in bed. <laughs> well, that's part of the like. That's part of the storyline they're telling is that I guess he's not going home to his wife. Yeah, <laughs> which I, I love that idea. Just like, Dude, that line. Nope. You have to say goodbye to your wife in order for me to say hello to mine. That's so good. Like I just love the idea of him taking it so seriously. That's, yeah, I'm not going. He just home. doesn't even go home. I'm um, sorry, I cannot be with you until I'm champion again. No, yeah. no, it makes sense. I don't want you home until you're champion. Yeah, so that that's my thought. I, my thought is that the Moxley thing threw a wrench in it that he wasn't supposed to be winning. Not, I'm not saying for very long, but I don't think he yeah, was yeah. ready to start winning again yet. So I think right. that's what they're going to do. They're going to reset it by having Danielson win anyway. And then, yeah. But, um, I, I begin, but then again, like... Uh, if the world title, if Danielson wins and who I think is going to win the world title, which is Paige, we'll get into why in a minute. Um, that that doesn't make as much sense to me, but I think that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, it, it bugs me a little bit because it's like, uh, uh, anyway. So, uh, what, do you, what do you think of this I, match? <laughs> so, I'm also taking Danielson to win yeah. for basically the same reason. I, I think he was meant to win the whole time. Um, I I can't see Miro as a as a oh I don't know because now I'm trying to remember I'm trying to think if I I kind of when Mox was in it I ha- I kind of had a feeling that Mox was going to beat Danielson oh you thought and it was going to be Mox and Page and Mo- like like a heel Moxley was going to be like Page's first rivalry but, I mean so yeah. That could have made sense. My thought was that he was going to get himself disqualified or something, like maybe fighting Orange Cassidy, and so mm. that Orange Cassidy no. would have moved on. But um, that that was what I thought was going to happen. But who knows now? You know, we'll never know. Yeah. Right, stuff, right. But... Man, yeah. 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 Danielson has to lose eventually, but I kind of it's kind of the same thing with Punk. Like I don't know, like I don't know if you have him lose to Miro. I don't think there's any. Yeah, I don't think there's any reason he couldn't. I'm just. I think that they've been building him to have a title shot since he came in. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Just, damn it! This is what this is what we're talking about as far as AEW with WWE. This would be so fucking obvious because they yeah. would only have one out to the story. Right. <laughs> but there's like five different outs I can think of for both those matches together that make sense. Yeah. So I am gonna I am gonna take Danielson, and yeah, yeah I'm, I just I yeah, it's gonna be Danielson to win. I I just can't see them doing a like a submitted, like a, a substitute winning right. it all. Yeah, because especially because it wasn't a planned substitution. If it was something to where like it was a planned substitution the whole time, and it was like a um 
um, like a storyline reason as right. to why Mox got taken out and Miro was substituted in, then I would be all for it. But since since it was like a last minute kind of like, oh shit, we this happened, so now Miro right. is going to substitute in, especially because of that. I Which definitely as, think Danielson's going to win. I don't think we. Uh, I don't think I've mentioned this, but um, as far as like a substitution goes, I didn't even think of Miro. I was thinking of who they would put in there, and he was a really good choice. And it's like such a good choice, dude. This uh, match is going to be so good. So this this entire pay per view, this pay per view is going to be so long. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be so off the charts good. Yeah, like this the, card is so mind blowingly good. <laughs> with the buy in, like probably starting about seven. Uh, usually the AW papers go to about what midnight. So yeah, just about you know, four or five hours, whatever. This will probably be like four. I think it'll go to about eleven. Yeah, but um. um <clears throat> But yeah, uh, I yeah, so I I definitely choose Danielson as well. I I think he's going to pick up the win. Yeah, because they are, they are they are pushing him real hard, which makes sense. Obviously, like it makes right. complete sense to do it. But yeah, no, especially because like as much as like I'm I'm not hating on Punk, but he hasn't hit where I think everybody hoped he would. Danielson yeah. has. So oh like, yeah. Yeah, definitely not not time for him to lose on this stage yet. Yeah. Um, also, really quick, I just want to point out again, people. CM Punk hasn't wrestled for over seven years, aside yeah. from what he's doing now. Like, he's not gonna like. You can. I'm. I'm glad he's not in the like the biggest of big storylines because, like, he needs to work. Like, he needs. He needs reps. Like, yeah. let him let him work his way to the top. Let him work his way there. My let him get back be... into like back into like wrestling, like not shape, but like right. wrestling, like mind. I guess. Right. My guess would be somewhere around his one year mark in AEW is when we're going to start seeing him really amp up to the um, yeah. main events. Which... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I feel the same exact way. Yeah. All right, so um, what's the next one after uh, that one? All right, next one is the Minneapolis street fight between the Inner Circle and American Top Team, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. I want to I want to tell you tell the people something that I told you while we were watching AEW that uh, this this whole American Top Team is the first time AEW TV has made me say out loud without meaning to just made me feel this way the word ugh as I was yeah. watching oh, I just it I, sucks because like I mean yeah. it's like it doesn't suck That's, no. but what I'm saying it's unfortunate that like it's combining two it's combining uh, first of all let me just say Dan Lambert on the mic has been hilariously amazing yeah like when he put Jericho in the walls of Jericho and in the mic just started yelling, it's a Boston crab. Like, right. <laughs> like it's been so great. I absolutely, if he was just like straight up managing Ethan page and Scorpio sky. Right. I would, I, it, I'd be all, I'd be all for it. 
It'd right. be probably it'd probably be one of my favorite things. Yeah, I think, and I think that could work. Like, you want to use the American Top Team thing? Great. Don't bring in the UFC fighters, most of which are just going to shit on wrestling. Apparently, um, just leave them out of it. Have Dan yeah. Lambert call Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky the AEW branch of American Top Team. Boom, you're done. You're good. It, it makes yeah. perfect sense. And if you want to add more wrestlers to that as a faction, so he's got his yeah. UFC faction, his AEW faction, same name. So same yeah. umbrella. Yep. No, I agree. I I hate bringing in, like, it's just one of my things. Maybe it's, it's mostly because I want to see good wrestling mm-hmm. over, like, over a lot of other stuff. <clears throat> right. You know, and no matter how good an athlete they are, they're, it's just something you have to do a lot before you get the time. Like Kurt Angle, um, it took him a little while to get as good as he was, even though he was an amazing, obviously, athlete before right. he got in there. It's just, it takes yeah. time. And these guys don't have that time and don't have the luxury of working on elevation every week to get better at the timing. So, exactly. It's, it's very, and I just, I just don't like seeing it. It's, it's that simple. I really, yeah. really do not like seeing it. And it's frustrating. So, like, I while I'm not enjoying the MMA fighters coming in to do the matches and stuff, mm-hmm. like that I could definitely do without. Like I said, Dan Lambert's been A-plus, though. He has, right. he has been awesome at, on the mic. That being said, I'm not looking forward to this match at all. Aside from, like... I don't know, some stuff, hopefully, like, Sammy G doing stuff with Sky and Page. Right. Yeah, my guess is that this match is the blow-off. So it's it reminds yeah. me a lot of the old Bobby Heenan um, way of doing things. Once Bobby's in the match, it's just a matter of the, the faces trying to get to him for all yep. the shit he does. So I think what you're going to see is Dan Lambert getting beat somehow in the match. Um, and that'll be the win. It'll be Inner Circle, because I don't think they're going to continue with Inner Circle versus American Top Team. I think Inner Circle is going to move on, because especially because Sammy can't, you know, he has a singles title that is kind of on the side now because he's dealing with all his group shit. So I feel like you have to have Inner Circle win so that he can move on and they'll all move on. I don't know what next for American Top Team. We'll see, but... um, yeah, that's my that's my guess is Dan Lambert loses and the faces you know make big show of it and that's the end. So yeah, yeah, I agree. I inner circle will probably win. I'm hoping, I'm hoping this basic yeah. Hopefully, I, this ends everything, and either either they're all gone or Lambert just sticks around and just does like what like what I was saying, just like more of a manager thing, just for Page and Sky. Right. And if the other guy and the other UFC fighters want to wrestle, they can go back to training, you know, off camera. Yeah. Maybe bring them in later once they've got more skill, which like, like we saw, I forget what his name is. Cause I don't know UFC. The, the one that actually has had a match, he did okay, but he was. Clearly oh, Junior Dos Santos. Being, yeah. Yeah. He was just clearly being protected by everybody in that ring because of how yeah. he was. So. Like, and I get they're doing it for like non WWE fans, right? I guess, but like, I don't know. I don't think there's, I don't think there's that many 
just my opinion. I don't think there's that many MMA re- MMA fans uh-huh. that aren't wrestling fans that would watch wrestling just because just to watch right Dos Santos and Orlovsky. Yeah. If if you're if you're going to be a crossover fan, you're already a crossover fan. It's not going to be this isn't what's going to bring you in from one side or the other. Yeah. Um, it's just not. Like, I really enjoyed Ken Shamrock back in the day. I think he did go back to UFC. I had no interest in watching him in UFC when he went back. Yeah. Um, it just it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So, no, I agree completely. All right. But, yeah, so I, as far as the match itself goes, like, I, I know that I'm guessing that's what the finish is. I'm, I'm a little bit worried just because – it's not even like it's a regular tag match. It's a street fight, which means everybody's going to pair off. Yeah. And I just hope the inner circle guys can help carry the UFC guys to decent looking fighting because it, being a wrestler in a wrestling match is one thing. There are great wrestlers that can't pull off a street fight because it's a completely different set of skills. And we've <laughs> seen those clunky street fights. So, yeah. yeah. I will I say that I, I trust. So out of the rest, actual wrestlers in this match, I trust all of them in a street fight situation. Yeah. No, I think everybody in there that's a wrestler knows how to wrestle a street fight correctly. That'll yeah. look good. So, I mean, we saw what Ethan Page did with Darby Allen. Like, Ethan Page can do a, a, a like, street fight situation. Right. Same with Scorpio. Like, yeah. And obviously the inner circle, we saw what they did with the pinnacle. They can all do that stuff. Yeah. So that's good, at least. And Dan Lambert doesn't have to look good, so that's at least one thing where it's fine if he looks a little crappy. It's the other... Yeah, literally it's just Orlovsky and Dos Santos. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my guess. I think we're both in agreement. It's inner circle winning. Dan Lambert uh, gets pinned. If they do go, for whatever reason, go the other way, it's basically what they're going to... what they laid on Dynamite, where... They're going to get Jericho isolated, and Dan Lambert's going to get the pin after he's been knocked out by somebody else. Um, but I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think that's why they told you that's what their plan was, because they're not going to do it. Yeah. So. Oh, man. You know what? The oh, uh, No, I'm going to stick with my pick. The only... I could see... I could see American Top Team winning with, like, Scorpio Sky or Ethan Page picking up the pin mm-hmm. for one reason and one reason only, and it would be because of the next match. Okay. Oh, the tag team title match? Yeah. Yeah, because they do need it. Well, it depends on who wins, I guess. So, um... So going yeah. on to that next match, mm-hmm. uh, my pick uh, is Lucha ahead. Brothers. That's I think Lucha Brothers are going to win, and pick, that's yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Is like, you know, I could also see Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, one of those guys, picking up the pin on the inner circle as mm-hmm. a reason to jut them into a feud with the Lucha Bros as their next opponents. Right. But I think I still think Inner Circle is going to win. But I, but that being said, I also think the Lucha Brothers are going to win. Right. Um. Yeah. I. Like, I, I think, think FTR I'm, will still be the Triple H champs or whatever. Right. But I don't think Lucha Bros lose both their titles to FTR. Yeah. And also, I don't think Lucha Bros... Lucha Bros haven't been champs that long. Like, they only won them in the last pay-per-view. 
and they that's haven't true. really had any real challengers yet. So that's true. Yeah, and they don't usually switch them that quickly. So yeah, you're probably right. Um, I will say I think this match is going to have a lot of really good false finishes that are going to make us yeah. doubt that throughout the night. Oh, um, I think every match will do that. That's true. But, yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, Lucha Brothers are going to win. Um, yeah, I just – I don't – you're right. There's not a good reason for FTR to win because they, they already got their win back by taking the AAA tag titles. Yeah from the Lucha Brothers, and now I really wish I could watch, like, I know there's not a good way to watch regular AAA stuff, but I would really like to see when they go down there. Although, interestingly, apparently Tully's not going to go with them. Uh, Vicky yeah, Guerrero's no. going to be their manager, which is weird. But yeah, no, I saw that. I guess that's for, you know, the, the language barrier. Um, yeah. Yeah, whatever. But, okay, but yeah, I think you're right. I think Lucha Brothers are going to win. I think uh, it's going to be a crazy good match, too. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna move on to the um, the the bleh, men of the year fighting Luch Brothers, but maybe we'll see. I don't right. know what the next heel tag team would be. Well, the ascent, um, the acclaimed are like number four, so they're in the rankings that you yeah. can do that. That's and, fair. Since they're not like in a tag team thing, they could definitely. Go up against the Lucha Brothers. Oh, did they already fight the Lucha Brothers? Did I? For- yeah, they did. They already fought and lost, so they're not going to go back that way. Um, so, yeah, you're probably right. The Men of the Year are probably the closest thing. I don't know if that means they have to win because, again, if they lose that match, Lambert's going to take the pin. So I don't think it hurts them. Yeah. No. Um, so yeah, but we'll we'll see. I'd I'd be okay with that match. I think that would be a really cool match. Lucha Brothers versus the Men of the Year. So. Oh, absolutely. Um, oh, what did you think of? Uh, I don't. I don't. I've never heard anyone call him this before, so I think it's a new nickname. What do you mm-hmm. think about Dax the Axe? I they have been using that, and I've always loved it. I love the like little nod to um, Larry the Axe Henning. I never. Um, I never hear him. Oh, I don't know how I missed that. I never hear. I, I've never heard him get called that. I think I heard it a bunch on Dark. I don't know if it's been said a lot. Oh, that's why. So that might be part of it. But oh, yeah, no, okay. that might be why then. I thought it's a very good nickname. It's very fitting because it's very old Dax school. The it sounds so good. Yeah. Oh, also, speaking of Dax, man, like, I know we keep going back to, like, uh, Dynamite and everything. And I know it's yeah. mostly my fault because I really want to talk about it right now. But, dude. <laughs> Because Dynamite was so good. Dynamite was so good. This was like one of the best Dynamites there's been so far. Right. That Dax Harwood Pac match. Yeah. My God. Anyone who wants to say that like tag team wrestlers can't do singles wrestling or whatever. Like, you know what I learned from that match? What? (laughs) You know... What I what I learned from that is if Dax had to have had to be had to have become a singles wrestler uh-huh. because of the injury that it that was sustained, like if Dax did have to go singles, right. like God forbid, he would have been absolutely fine. Yeah, I think he would have pulled it off. Like he would have holy shit, he would have been okay. Yeah, no, it was a, it was an awesome match. Um that yeah, brain both- dude, that avalanche brain buster. Oh, that was sick. Oh my god, I thought he was dead. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, no, I, I'm very, I was very surprised. I was surprised that they put it so late, and I was like, oh, that's why, because they were just going to tear the house down. So, of course, you put it late. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it was a great match. Um, I'm also, to- speaking of that, really quick, yeah. Scorpio Sky yelling, by God, he's been broken in half. Oh, that I was hoping Jr. would mention that, like, like even if it was just like yeah, I think I've heard that any, somewhere before. None of them, none of them made a comment about it. I, I was so sad. I was like, "That is genius. That is such a that is so good by Scorpio Sky to do that." And they didn't make any comment on it. That made me sad. Like Jr. Mm-hmm. didn't even have to like like acknowledge it. He could have just done that. He could have just said, "I think I've heard that somewhere before," and just moved yeah. on. Like just acknowledge it. <laughs> oh, that made, yeah, that made me really sad. But yeah, so. But yeah, that all being said, uh, so I think so. It sounds like we both agree Lucha Bros are picking up the win. Yeah, I think it'd be unlikely they're going to lose twice to FTR. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Well, so, so is there only the title match, or is there any others I'm forgetting? Uh, the women's title match. Ah, oh, the women's title match. Okay. So um, yeah, we, we got the women's title match between Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, and yes, okay. I did do the finger with it. I was wondering um, if you were going to say DMD, but I can't believe you also did the finger. That's oh, I did the finger. I know no one can see it, but I I did the finger. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and they're taking on, and I'm gonna I'm gonna steal this from Cultaholic because I love I love that they do this with their name. It's it's just it's so funny. It gets me every time. She is taking on Tecanti Tecanti. That is funny. Um, I God, I I love Cultaholic. But anyway, those guys are great at they're uh, great at their job, and I strive to be a fraction of them every day. But anyways, yes. So AEW Women's World Title, I think it's pretty safe to say Dr. Britt Baker DMT is going to win this. Yeah, I've seen some things online of people saying Tay could win. Um, I don't I don't believe them. I don't yeah. believe it. Um, I think, yeah, I, I don't think it's time for Britt to lose the title. I'm not yeah. sure when that's going to happen. My guess was Thunder Rosa, but I think it is going to be Thunder Rosa because I don't, I don't think Thunder Rosa is winning the TBS title. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I think Thunder Rosa is going to end up being the next. I think after Conti, I think Thunder Rosa is may end up being the next feud for mm-hmm. Ben Baker because they already kind of teased it on Dynamite. Right in the tag match, so I think Rosa might actually be the next feud for Baker, and Rosa is going to be the one to take the title off her. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I think it'll be a good match, but I, yeah, it's probably yeah, going to be for Baker that wins. Um, yeah, no, it'll be a good match and everything, but yeah, I, I don't see a world where Britt Baker loses this match. Um. All right. So there's the women's match. Surprisingly, I don't have as much to deep dive on that one as most. I don't know why. Um, All that's left is the AEW World Championship match between the challenger, Hangman Adam Page, and the champion, Kenny, 69-me, Don Omega. And that is more appropriate than ever because Don Callis is back. After his six-week hiatus of living in a basement, Waiting for all us all to forget about him. You know what's really funny? I ha- like I hadn't forgot about him, but I forgotten. I didn't care if that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. Not that I don't like Don Kels. I just it wasn't infecting no, my a, a product. 
He's hilarious. He's so good on the mic. Before he ever got in the ring, like before anything happened, I thought to myself, I wonder where Don Callis has been for this long, this long yeah. period of time. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, because like, everyone left the left the arena, but you know he didn't you didn't see him there with the elite. Yeah, so come, like, oh, where is he? My thought was like, it's kind of weird that Don Callis isn't a part of this contract sign. I would have expected him to be there, and it's just like, yeah, I just my my uh, wrestling brain was like, oh yeah, clearly it's going to he's going to show up, duh. You know, it was, um, it's kind of hilarious because what when that when that contract signing was going on, uh, you saw the cameraman Don Callis uh-huh. like walk like kind of in the way of the other camera, right? And the only thing that was in my head is like, what what the fuck is this amateur doing? Like, he's in the fucking shop. Get him out. Yeah, but- like this is so unprofessional. It wasn't even like, but you're right. But they did a good job of it. That it didn't immediately scream like attack. It literally yeah, just I didn't like think that at all. I did yeah. not think that in the slightest. All I thought was like, this guy's in the way and he doesn't realize it. Right. Yeah. No, I I thought that was really done well. And then um, I loved, I loved Kenny Omega signing the contract. And oh my god, yeah, blood. that was awesome. Oh. So good. That whole thing was so good. Dude, when... Man, that whole contract... Like... God damn. Kenny Omega just, like, doing the thing where, you know, like, we all rooted for you. Like, we were all rooting for you. We wanted you to do well. Like, this... All of this was for you. Right. <laughs> this, All of this was for you to become champion. This was all page, for you. Like and you failed. How he lied to him when he said he was proud of him because he was actually just afraid of him. Like, oh, that, that was. That and making the allusions to Kota Ibushi is like, you know what it's like to be the lesser of a ta- lesser half of a tag team, don't you, Kenny? <laughs> that was a good Ooh. One. Ooh. But then making the other shot at, like, you know, I would say, but if you look at you now, I would say you're better than that guy. Right. Like, oh my God. Oh no! It was again. If you didn't watch Dynamite, you should watch Dynamite before the pay per view. But um, as far oh as my the, god, yes, it was easily, easily. It, it <clears throat> I don't know. I want. It's got to be one of the best Dynamites that there's been so far. Yeah. So as far as the match itself goes, I'm going to stick with what I've been saying for months, and that um, Heyman needs to win. I don't know if the crowd gets behind him like this again if he yeah. doesn't win the title now that it's finally Absolutely. all there. So my yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna point I'm gonna put this out there now. Um because I might as well put it on there out there on this on this show for everyone to hear. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have a pitch to you, sir. Okay. For if and hopefully when Hangman Page wins. Mm-hmm. I have a pitch to you for uh uh, a, uh, a what if for our, our next what if. Okay. If if Paige wins. Okay. Our next what if not isn't going to be necessarily a what if. It's going to be a comparison. Right. And it's going to be a long storytelling comparison between Hangman Page finally winning the title mm-hmm. and Roman Reigns finally winning the title. Like the first time as a face by beating Lesnar after, like, losing to him three years straight in WrestleManias. Right. 
like and comparing both and comparing those how they were done and everything. Gotcha. Yeah, that would be an interesting comparison because it did not it did not have the crowd support that this does. One, I was going to say because one clearly had a lot more fan support than the other. Yeah, but I think both started out, both started with a lot of fan support. Right. But one maintained the fan support and the other lost it. Gotcha. No, that's that's a fair point. Um, yeah, we can definitely do that. I had the AEW centric idea in my head too, but mine can mine will last, so it might be good to do yours while we're fresh off of full gear if you win. Yeah. I think, um, and that being said, it sounds like both of us are taking Paige to win. <laughs> yeah, and my thought process, because I just had this thought, I think what's going to happen, because like I said, it doesn't make sense to me for Danielson to win and Paige to be the champion. I think what's actually going to happen is Danielson's going to win. He's going to feud with Omega, who's going to be trying to get back to the title, going yeah. to beat Omega in some way, and then move on to his title shot against Tamer. I think that's how it's going to happen. I can see that. So one thing, so what I said earlier, because it was like one of the first matches we did, so it's been a little bit now, but mm-hmm. I said I was choosing the super click for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I think super click wins, Omega loses, and it starts to begin a longer story. I don't think it's going to be immediate. A longer storytelling of them fracturing and basically like, the super click, the young bucks and uh, Adam Cole, mm-hmm. basically pulling a pulling an ROH Marty Skrull when they did this to Adam Cole, and kicked him out of Bullet Club, right? And the three of them super kick Kenny Omega, not after full gear. Like I'm not saying not saying after like full gear or anything, right? But like like down the road, like this is the beginnings, because like they're winning and then Omega's just like losing, right? Yeah, and I think Bobby Fish goes in with them. And then Cole begin Cole kind of becomes like the the singles like competitor and the super click just becomes its own thing and Omega's kinda like out on his ass. Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I, I could see that um being the way to go eventually to get Omega back into uh uh face turn. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I, then, I think you're right, though. It's going to be like a three Cole to six month thing, like, but, yeah. And then, yeah, and then Adam Cole becomes, like, the big, kind of, like, kind of takes over as, like, the big heel. Aside from, you know what I mean? Like, kind of takes over as the, the Kenny Omega-type heel. Yeah, I'd, I'd be down for that. That all makes a lot of sense, and it does track with what I think is going to happen with Cole anyway, so yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh, or, other- better yet, that well that happens and then you know they're the young bucks and cole are all happy and everything and then you know bobby fish is already in AEW. right kyle o'reilly's contract is coming up soon right kyle o'reilly finds his way to AEW, and you have this interesting thing where adam cole is stuck between the young bucks and red dragon right The only other thing I could see happening is like the other three or the other two members of Undisputed Era somehow end up in AEW and then Adam Cole just breaks off to go with them and starts an inner war with them. Um, Well, that's kind of what I was saying. Yeah. But I'm talking about in there too. Oh, you mouth. No. Eh. 
<clears throat> yeah, that'd be interesting. Or this is the beginnings of because KO eventually is, you know, his contract is going to be coming up eventually too. Yeah. So, so he makes I, his way to AEW and Mount yeah. Rushmore is reformed. Right. Well, from what I've been seeing, like, I don't know because, again, we don't watch WWE, but from what I've been seeing, because I follow Kevin Owens because he's one of the few people I still care about in that company, they, they seem to be really um, pushing him and highlighting him a lot for a guy that's on his way out. Um, yeah, well, I think that's also their way of trying to keep him. That's true. It could just be a way to yeah. I don't think he's made the decision either way, is my guess. Because yeah. it's not like he has a new contract. His contract yeah. is still expiring. He doesn't have a new one yet. Yeah, I like I want to see him leave. I, I, I don't want to see him fire, but I do want to see him leave because I do think he would do better in AEW. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, right. I mean, to be fair, a lot of people would do better in AEW. But... That's true. And there's also only so much room. But I think that Kevin Owens yeah. would be one of those people. Yeah, um, no, that's for sure. There is only so much room. Yeah. But I will say Mount Rushmore reforming in AEW would be pretty amazing. Yeah, it does sound cool. Um, all right, so I think that brings us to the end of our predictions. So uh, check us out on Wednesdays because, we're again, I think we time this really well. We have a chaos of Greenside on Wednesdays, so we're going to talk about everything wrestling, including the fallout from full gear. Um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fallout from Full Gear, probably, that yeah. show. Because there's going to be a lot to talk about, I'm betting. There's also new news on the Bray Wyatt front, which is interesting. Um, which you know, Oh, we'll yeah. But, yeah, um, well, yeah. Yeah, we'll be going over that, too. We'll just do all our normal news and notes. Uh, yep. I think this Monday, from when you're hearing, it's going to be the next episode of uh or the last episode of past tense part two for deep space nine um our last solo star trek deep space nine episode before we start watching voyager it's a it's a big moment really yeah (laughs) other than that i i think that's about it for right now there's you know always more stuff to do uh hopefully we're gonna have some bonus stuff for thanksgiving just a couple episodes but yeah i can't wait for full gear i hope everybody watches um, I hope that we don't have a problem with the pay-per-view ordering system, which seems to happen a lot. I really nope, don't. Like we will not have a problem with that because I already bought it. Okay. Bleacher Report is always so weird, though. I know. I did yeah. find out that it works a lot better on the app and Roku than it does on my TV or pretty much anything else. So, yeah. Well, but, no, we, I, well, at least for the buying part, we won't have a problem because I already bought it. So I made sure to do that. I made sure to do that really early to try to avoid any issues. Part of me wants to see if the AMC that's near my house is going to be one of the theaters that is going to be doing full gear. Cause that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> that I don't know if like, I don't know how many people remember this cause it's a very old school thing, but the first WrestleMania, there wasn't really pay-per-view. So you could go to movie theaters and watch it. And I remember specifically Bully Ray said that's how he saw WrestleMania 1 was in a movie theater with his father. So I, I would like, oh, not. kind of doing that. Yeah. Man, I I would not want to do that. I I love wrestling and I love wrestling fans to be at wrestling stuff because mm-hmm. it adds a lot to the show. But right. I do not like wrestling. I do not like being around like... I, I, I like being around wrestling. So... At a live per- at the show itself, 
mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun and great. I, I would not want to do that at like a, at not at a show though. Right. I, see, I it's think- kind of like going to see it's so for me, it's a, it's, it's really similar to like, mm-hmm. like going to see, like, I don't know, going to see like a star, like star Wars mm-hmm. on the night it's coming on, on it's like premiere night or whatever. Right. Or a movie like that, where you have all like the star Wars fans or like the, Harry Potter fans or Lord of the Rings fans on that debut night. And they're all there and they're like cheering during scenes and stuff like that. And I just, I would, I would lose my shit. Right. Yeah. No, I, I can see that part of the reason I think it it's kind of appeals to me. I don't think I would do it just because of, I don't want to be around a group of people at all at the moment. Um, well, yeah. I'm still COVID ish, but um, I just, I think it'd be really cool to see a pay-per-view on that big of a screen. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but other than that, but yeah, so I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think I'll be watching it on my TV, but I think it's a really neat um, throwback idea to even think to do that. Uh, by yeah, absolutely. Other. So, all right. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoy Saturday, and uh, yeah, join us on Wednesday for all of our fallout and uh, thought process. Uh, thanks, Derek Bowman, for the theme song. And uh, I think this is going to go up. This will be going up on Thursday night because we're recording on Thursday. Might as well put it up right away. And then, yeah, um, yeah we'll see you Saturday. See what happens. See how right we are. <laughs> yeah. Deuces.